What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? You talking to me? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Hi, and welcome back to Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, or I just decided to steal Grant's old intro. My name is Grant Skillen, and not only is the show back, but I am back in Alabama. Uh, today, I'm joined by the normal host of this podcast, Grant Ingram. How are you doing, Grant? I'm doing all right. I'm captivated by how well you did that intro. Honestly, know, right off the top of the dome, too. You're not rusty at all. It's not like we haven't been here for six months or something. But, yeah, I don't even is it I don't even know the last time we recorded it. <laughs> um I believe it was Spider-Man. It very well might have been Spider-Man. It has been a long time. And we're um, back talking about another banger. It was Spider-Man back in February. Jeez. Gosh. Yeah. And we're back so we're, with another banger instead of Spider-Man. This time we're talking about Kenobi. And the Star Wars universe as a whole, but I will go ahead yes. and tell you, Kenobi. Are you are you Kayesby or are you Kenobi on Kenobi? I'm no to whatever the heck that was, <laughs> but I'm yes to the show. Okay. Um. So the show's been out for I believe every episode's been out for about three weeks now. Am I right on that? About two or three, yeah. Okay. So. I say we just speak, we just speak freely. We, we, we speak freely. Um, if I can talk. Um, In theory, we're going to speak freely about the show. I would my baby. I get mealy mouth because um, we just talk for a living, guys. Um, so I think we should start this off. I had a couple of things I wanted to ask you about because it's a couple of controversial things from the show. Oh, I want to get your opinion on them. Is it as controversial as Redhead's? I don't know. Um, okay. So the Go first, for it. and it, it both, ha- both has to do with episode two of the show. So the first one is I'm going to go. No, I'm not going to go in order when they happen. The first one was the Grand Inquisitor getting stabbed and the, ooh, breaking cannon, whatever. Everyone knew he was going to be back. But what were your thoughts as that was unfolding and just about the Grand Inquisitor getting stabbed in episode two? Okay. So hate me for being a Star Wars fan. I thought this came after Rebels. I didn't think that was a big deal. Well, didn't he die in Rebels? Spoiler. Um, first off, spoiler warnings don't work like that. Second <laughs> off, I don't know, because I've only ever seen like the first season of Rebels. Maybe so, he did die in Rebels. Maybe, what, maybe the Grand Inquisitor dies a lot, though. Um, I, I believe the official explanation, having not seen it, but having listened to someone say this, I believe he... F- fails to kill someone in a rebels and kills himself to avoid the punishment that he would get from Vader and Palpatine. Everybody, this is a Disney channel kids show. Um, yes. Suicide. Um, but what were your thoughts on him getting stabbed? And I was like, this is before rebels. I was like, go, go Reva. Um, honestly, because again, I didn't realize the cannon breaking was a possibility until much later. Um, because I'm not a real fan, but, um, no, I thought I was, I was very happy about that. I thought it was an interesting twist. I, I really enjoyed it honestly. And I, I believe it was the first time we saw a lightsaber turn on in the show. 
So I remember being excited about that, like that we had. No, I think Reva had her lightsaber on before then. Maybe, but it was like, it was exciting for me. I remember that much. Um, I was yeah. happy that she was progressing. Also, is it Reva or Reva? Because I, I think read it's it Reva. Reva. I think okay, it's, it's Reva. Reva. It's Reva. That's how okay. I, that's how I say it at least. I think it's Reva. It I don't remember Reva. how they pronounced it in the show. I just read it Reva, but I'll, I'll say Reva. Reva for consistency. The Australians yeah, cannot venture too far from the center. They cannot. And I agree. I, I liked it even knowing that I, I knew that this was before Rebels because Rebels, I believe, takes place like during the original trilogy. Like four, five, and six. So I'm... Def- definitely not. Rebels is definitely between three and four. I I'm know thinking... that for a. I know. Well, I, no, because I... I think they talk about Rex being in the Battle of Endor at the end of the show. Because I just watched the closing on YouTube. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they talk about Rex being in the Battle of Endor. I am ninety nine point nine nine. Let's look okay. this up. Okay, okay, Google. Also, guys, if you're listening on speaker in a house that has a Google thing, um, you're welcome. So let's see. Um, Rebels takes place during the time frame between three. Okay, it says between three and four. That may have just been a. I don't. I don't know exactly, but. It okay. begins, the plotline of Rebels starts 14 years after the Clone Wars in the Star Wars Cinematic Universe and five years before A New Hope. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Rebels, I remember enjoying, but I don't remember much about it. I need to go back and watch it. Maybe we do it for the show. Yeah, I haven't watched it, so that could be good of you going back to remembering me watching it for the first time. Yeah. Um, I remember people being mad about the lightsabers, but let's be honest, Star Wars fans will always find something to be mad about, and Star yeah. Wars will always make sure to call them out, as we saw with Kenobi. Um, yes, and so the other controversy is the Obi-Wan-Vader controversy of him not knowing. So when that happened, there were apparently two different interpretations of the situation, one of which I think is clearly wrong, and the Kenobi writers have went on Twitter to confirm that they're wrong. And the other I thought was pretty obvious. So the wrong conclusion was that Obi-Wan did not know that Anakin was Vader. It literally in revenge of the Sith, he watches the hologram of Palpatine and making him Darth Vader and giving him that name. So we, that that's what some people thought was happening in the show is that Obi-Wan did not know that, Anakin was Vader, but what really happened, I thought was obvious, and what I'm going to assume you thought was he didn't know Vader was alive. And that yeah. was that was the point of it. And yet some people misinterpreted that as, as Reva telling him that Anakin was Vader, but the point was telling him that Vader was alive because he knew he was Vader. He didn't know that he survived Mustafar. Yeah, so, the, so Vader, this is a common misconception, I guess, apparently. So Vader was vader before he got the suit um he was vader right after mace went out the window (laughs) um thanks mace but i think that a lot of people were looking at it from the the idea that the suit was the vader and so i i think maybe and this is just me throwing stuff at a wall but I think maybe people were thinking that Obi-Wan had seen the guy in the big suit and didn't realize that was Anakin I, uh, I, I don't think 
it it seems as if he has never even i mean with how the show is there's he he did not ever hear the name darth vader in the 10 years he was on tatooine or if he did it he i i guess he was just thinking it was referring to his old friend that died on mustafar no vader had such a reputation that it it may have spread to tatooine i don't it must not have because obi-wan would have heard about darth vader because as soon as he would have heard the name Darth Vader. He would have known that was Anakin and known he had survived. Okay. Yeah, you're, you know, you're probably right. But maybe, I'm just going to throw this out. Maybe he didn't hear the name Darth Vader. Maybe he just heard there was this big dude in a freaky looking suit. And he was, that was going after the Jedi. And he didn't know it was Darth Vader. He just... I'm 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 looking at it from the person who either knows nothing about Star Wars or um just misread that where Obi-Wan was looking at or was hearing about the suit and didn't realize that was Anakin. Yeah, I I I, I get that you're trying to make him look better, but I don't see that at all. I think in the show it's pretty obvious and that's what the writers went on and confirmed was that he the shock was that he was still alive because he hadn't heard that Vader was still alive. He, I mean, obviously, when you cut two of someone's legs and an arm off and leave them burning in a lava, you it's don't just expect them to be alive. It's just a flesh fin. Just a flesh um, fin? The flesh that was burning? Yes, it's just a flesh fin. Um, but hey, you got to love how angry Anakin was. He was angry enough to stay alive. Stay alive. Okay, so I made an Obi-Wan reference. You made a Hamilton reference. Congratulations, you won. Um, I did. Anyway, so I have a question for you. I've been reading a lot about canon bending. Okay. How how do you feel about the way the show approached the previously established canon? Like with with Leia being a central figure and Obi-Wan and Darth Vader having fought with Vader in the suit. What what do you what's your take on all that? I'll start with Vader and Obi-Wan fighting cuz I think that's the easiest. I don't have any problem with it because the only I feel like the only hurdle you have to overcome is the Vader line in New Hope where he says more or less when we met I was but the learner now I am the master. I think that's all you really have to go around is if they're going to fight Obi-Wan has to beat him. Um, yeah, that so for me, I don't have an issue with them seeing each other again because it, it still would have been a long time because that's 10 years after, so nine or 10 years later would be the next time they see each other and fight. That's that another time. very long time, yeah. So I don't have any issue with that. The Leia one is more interesting. So with the Leia, I feel like before episode six, I was definitely being like, there might be an issue here because. You would think as soon as the entire empire essentially knows, if you get, not the whole empire, but if you get this girl, she's going to attract Obi-Wan. That's a pretty, like, let's go get this girl. Like, if you're Vader, you're saying, let's go find this girl, take her, and get Obi-Wan to come to us. Yeah. But I think think they solved it in episode six by telling her that nobody can know. 
And I think that also explains the hologram in A New Hope, where she talks about Obi-Wan as if they had never met, but instead talks about how she served alongside his father during the Clone Wars, or her father during the Clone Wars. And I, I think it explains how it seems like in that hologram they had never met, though they had. I think... I, I don't have any issue with how the show handled itself with canon bending. I don't yeah. think it really bent canon. I think it stayed in line with canon. I don't think anything it did messed with canon in any way. I'm, I'm kind of right there with you, honestly. Um, my take on the whole Leia thing before episode six is he was Ben. Like, she'd never called him Obi-Wan. And it was like, so... I, I don't believe, you can fact check me on this if you'd like, but I'm 99% sure she didn't know he was Obi-Wan. And she knew it was Ben. And so I'm thinking that, you know, ten, 10 years later, she might not have put two and three together and gotten four. Um, I think, I, I, I disagree with that. I think she knew who he was. I, I bet Bale, and I don't know the wife's name, I don't know if we know her name. Um, I think... I think she knew it was Obi-Wan. I think that some people could view that as a retcon at the end of six with, oh, nobody can know that we know each other. Um, however you want to view that, if it's a retcon or if that was planned from the beginning, I think that's the reason she's so nonspecific in the hologram. Because in case it gets intercepted, she doesn't want to say, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you helped me 10 years ago escape Vader and Reva. <laughs> right. Yeah, think- that makes that's that's my view of it yeah and his wife's name is breha by the way okay um did you look that up (laughs) no i knew that okay um i'm kidding i looked it up um but yeah i'm i'm with you there all in all i thought the show was really well executed and was really really happy to to get that that finale with yeah it's like As they're coming out week by week, those first four episodes are a slow burn that you're like, it's got to build to something, right? They are. I I thought they were good, but you could tell that they – it's with every series we talk about this and everyone talks about it. The first couple episodes, you have to establish something. So with Obi-Wan, it's been in canon 10 years since we've seen him. You have to establish what has he been doing in those 10 years. And then you have to establish the other characters too. You have to establish Reva as the Inquisitor. You have to establish young Leia and her personality and how um, Ben and Owen get along or really don't get along. You have to establish that early and then you can slowly start building up to what you get in five and six. Yeah, my problem is that they're not making more of this. So they literally just set up... um... Oh, they're definitely doing a second season. You think? Yes, because I don't have the exact numbers here, but season three of Mandalorian was like 1.2 million views finale. Boba Fett was like one and a half. This was almost 2 million views. Star Wars on Disney Plus has been slowly and slowly getting more popular. And especially with a character like Obi-Wan, I would be shocked if they don't make a second season. And that kind of goes into... What I was going to mention to you that I mentioned before of who I think the villain could be for that, but we can get into that later. I, I, um, I want to get to that in just a moment, but before we do that, we talked about young Leia and her personality. Mm-hmm. I just want to, to throw this out. Vivian Blair did a fantastic oh, yeah. job. 
She did a fantastic job, yes. Now, before Kenobi, you know, she was in Bird Box. She was the, the is child. That, that, is that that uh, show on Netflix with Sandra Bullock? It's that movie on Netflix with Sandra Her Bullock. Movie. The I one I haven't either. But from what I understand, it's literally a quiet place. But they're like, what if instead of not being able to speak, no one can look at these things? And so it's like, well, okay. And then, and then you know, Netflix literally ripped off a quiet place a couple of years later. Anyway, yes. So that's what she was doing. She's only like 10 years old. Yeah, she did a great job. She looks – I've seen pictures. She looks like Carrie Fisher did when she was that age. Yeah. And, I mean, that's what you got to do at this point. Now, I yeah. do find it hilarious that – Kathleen Kennedy has come out on record that they're now going to cast new actors as younger versions of, of original characters and then proceeds to cast two okay, new I actors. Think, I think what she meant by that is like when Mark and Carrie were doing four, five, and six, I think they, she means like that age. I think if it's a young kid, that's free game. But if you're going to where we've seen a character before around that age, so like in Mandalorian and Boba Fett, when we see that version of Luke, I understand not wanting to recast that one. But well, if you're the, doing a version we haven't seen that's younger and like 10, I don't have an issue with that. Oh, I don't have an issue with it at all either way. Um, the The thing that bothers me about what Kennedy said is she mentioned specifically Solo. And it's like, well... So you already just, did. Yeah, well, but she talks about how they're not going to do that again. Like, that was the mistake with Solo, and not that they just made a kind of okay movie. Um, yeah. Although it is hard when you have these attachments to these characters with specific actors. If you, like, for me, if you tried to recast Iron Man and have it not be Robert Downey Jr., I would have an issue with that. I think I think that's kind of what she's going for. But I think it's also different with the ages. I mean, Carrie, unfortunately, has passed away, and Mark's not getting younger, and neither is Harrison. I understand if well, you Harrison, want to go back and recast. Harrison's done. Like, he has, he came back for seven on the sole. And nine. Like, well, nine as a favor to Carrie Fisher, supposedly. But came back for seven on, like, the sole term that they killed Han Solo. He hates I, that character. I think he wanted to kill Han off. After, I think I think at the end of five, he wanted Han to be dead. That's literally why they froze him in carbonite. Because they yeah. didn't know if they could get him back for the third movie. Um, now, the thing the, is... The Harrison Ford on... I don't know if it was Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, but whichever of the shows he was on when he was talking about that is hilarious. The, uh, the I don't know what a force ghost is, and I don't... <laughs> and then <laughs> no. he is one. <laughs> Right. No, that's or, a, that was. I think that was a Leia Force projection as Han. Dude, Rise of Skywalker doesn't count. It just doesn't. Um, Last I Jedi, re- Force Awakens. I think is. It's clearly trying to copy, but I think Force Awakens is like. Not a bad movie. I would say, I wouldn't call it good. I would not call it bad either. Last Jedi uh, sucks. Rise of Skywalker is not great because it tries to go back and just reverse everything Last Jedi did. We've we've had this conversation before. I think we've had seven, this conversation probably a hundred times. I think seven might be the worst of them just because it didn't set things up in a clear enough direction 
four eight. Oh, it set stuff up clearly. They just ruined Finn. <laughs> yeah, they did really Finn ruin Finn. He sh he should have been the Jedi. We should probably get back on track off of the sequels. So getting back to Kenobi off of that rant, um, just two things I want to talk about. One, how awesome was that Vader pulling the ship back down? It was really awesome. But, you know, it has been done before. It has by his Padawan, not Ahsoka. No, it's been done by Kylo Ren. No, it's been done by Starkiller. Ah, uh, yes. Starkiller. The one character that everyone wants to come back, but Lucasfilm will never do because they would have to admit they were wrong to kill Canon. Um, yeah. yeah. But I thought it was, it was awesome. I, I don't quite understand how... Um, how... Where am I going with this? I don't quite understand how they got away. Like how the yeah, second ship was... launched. It's like there was a second ship that we would we didn't see. It never Actually, really left. I went back and watched it. I think you can see it. It's just not very obvious that it's there. But what confuses me more isn't the fact that it's there, but it's the fact that Vader didn't just pull that one back down too. Because he clearly could have done it. Really? He just sat there and... Whee! Also, somebody had to have been on the dummy ship. Like River? Was she on it? I thought she came in behind him. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know. But somebody had to be piloting the thing at the very least. Like you would think. I don't know. Maybe don't maybe know. we're looking too much into um the problems. It was an epic moment to watch. It was. It um, was. And, then and the that score epic... was fantastic. Oh yeah. The other epic moment was, of course, the fight. What fight? There was a fight? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So the fight where Kenobi gets buried with rocks and then... Kenobi. Now this is... Isn't this the same Kenobi? Or maybe it was Yoda. I don't remember who said this, but talked about how the Force was not about just lifting rocks and then proceeds to get pummeled by and then just lift a bunch of rocks. I think it, I think it may have been Kenobi... Uh, I mean, to be fair, when you're under rocks, that's kind of what you have to do to get out. Yeah, but then he lifted them all in what was an epic moment and just flung them. Now he here's turned the... into God for about five minutes there. Yeah, but here's the real question. Why didn't he do that in episode four to get out of dying? Why didn't he just lift up a bunch of stormtroopers and fling them? The answer, because Alec answer... Guinness was underpaid. The answer is the title of episode seven, The Force Awakens. <laughs> Apparently. Um, yeah. um, I, I, I even... liked it because I think that was the moment that he truly tapped back into the Force and got his full power back. I mean, obviously. And then just started going sicko mode on Vader. <laughs> I was so happy about that. I was like, why, why doesn't he just kill him? And then I'm like, wait a second. That <laughs> I mean, to be fair, about... if he wanted to kill him, he would have done it about 10 years ago on Mustafar. He could have just went over there and shing, 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 shing. That's me stabbing Vader. Um, I'm interested to see what would have happened had Star Wars been made in order. That's... That is interesting. Um it's always been made in order. I don't know that we would have gotten four, five, and six after how the prequels ended up, and the more so the reaction to them. 
No, but if you don't have to tell the story of Darth Vader, if people haven't built up this expectation of Darth Vader, what do, what do those three movies look like? What is Anakin's journey if you don't know where he ends? Well, I don't know if that matters necessarily because I assume at least George had the plan for Anakin where he was – it wasn't always that the character we got was going to happen, but I assume Vader – I think Vader was always a fallen Jedi. Well, regardless of if he was Anakin Skywalker. So I think we always had that story of a fallen Jedi who became the Sith Lord. Right. My, um, my point being, though, what do the prequels, what changes about the prequels if you don't have four, five, and six to work off of? So, like, is I don't there know if a- really anything would change? I, I bet if you wouldn't ask George Lucas, I bet he said he would say he wouldn't change a thing. Well, George Lucas would also tell you he had planned the the prequels from the beginning. Yeah, and we I mean, all we know got that's the clone. We got to hear about the Clone Wars in Episode Four. Yeah, but that's also literally you can just throw in the Clone Wars and that's it. But to say he had the prequels planned is just not not it. I'm or I'm if he did a controversial statement out there and say. If it was me starting at episode one and I could do whatever I want up through episode six, I wouldn't change anything. Okay. Well, that brings us to that a very interesting point that we were we were going to talk about. Um, but first, I think we should probably wrap up on Kenobi before we before yeah. we get into what we would do with Star Wars. What what do you have any other thoughts on Kenobi? Since we're um, we're, we're sidetracked, but it was a really like emotionally intense moment after he cut the helmet and you could see his face and they're talking. Did you notice the eye shift? I believe I did. Yes. That, that was what did it for me. Anyway, keep going. And a cool, a cool thing I saw is so Kenobi cuts him and cuts the right half of his, or if you're looking at him, the right half or technically his left Ahsoka and rebels cuts the other side. Yeah. The only one who can cut the get the full helmet off is Luke. Obi Wan like and Ahsoka each were able to somewhat get Anakin back in that moment, but only Luke was able to fully bring Anakin back. I like that. I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah. I don't know if it, that was intentional or not on Disney's part, but let's be honest, that was a cool it thing probably wasn't knowing how Disney manages Star Wars, but it's a really cool coincidence. Yeah, so I'll end it with that. I enjoyed the series a lot. I'm I'm right there with you. I thought it was it was epic. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do if they do a season two, which it seems like they probably will because they set think, one up pretty dang well. Well, they with, they went back and changed something. So Reva was originally supposed to die at the end of five, and that was it for her. Period. Yeah, and obviously that didn't happen. Um, and yeah, then they, they went back and Liam. they went back and reshot that, and brought her in for episode six. And did yeah. that because clearly she's going to be back. So do you want me to hop into the theory I had seen, or do you want to give like a rating first and then hop into it? Let's hop. Let's um give the rating and then hop in. I've got like a I've got a nine out of ten honestly. Had it started a little bit faster, it'd have been higher. But I liked it. I had a letter grade rating. <laughs> okay, what's your letter grade? I was gonna give it an A. I think the I was... last two episodes are great, but I agree that there was a bit of a build up, which was a bit slower and could have been probably a little better. 
Yeah, so five and six were great, but I think the, and I would give the five and six definitely an S tier, no question. But I think there was a bit of a slow buildup, so I think that brings it down to an A. You can maybe give it an A plus in my book, but I think A is a solid place to put it. Yeah, I had a, a kind of an A minus with that nine out of ten. Um, how was, was that? A, how was a nine out of ten an A minus? It's a ninety, which is an A minus. Eh, fair. I give um, it a ninety-two point six. Yeah, my my problem with it is just that first four episodes. It it made me mad. I didn't I didn't get mad at him, um, so that's why I was able to give it an A. I will retroactively not be mad if they give me a second season. I think because, I think they will because that show only works the way it did if it continues. Because otherwise, we spent four or two thirds of a show that was highly anticipated and eventually paid off. But we spent two thirds of it instead of doing something cool, setting up a completely different character, might I add, and then. And then paying it off. Yeah, but Riva's um, also a loaded character in terms of her motivation, so I don't mind that as much. You're right. You're right. Anyway, you have a theory about where they where they're going. Yeah, so before I get into that, for those who don't know, the original writer for Obi-Wan apparently they started like he wrote this thing back in twenty seventeen, or at least the first concept of it. And originally, instead of this series, we end up getting a trilogy. And what we got in this season was essentially the first movie of the trilogy. This Obi-Wan and Vader fighting, he created Reva from scratch as a character. Apparently, Reva has a similar backstory to an Inquisitor in Fallen Order. I you believe, would probably know that better than me. I, I don't know that. So I believe you're talking about second sister, but I could be wrong. I think that's right. Apparently, they have a very similar backstory. However, Reva was created back in like 16 or 17 by the writer, and was created before Fallen Order was. So that was just a coincidence. But what we got was the first movie about him fighting Vader and overcoming that hurdle. The second movie, what we get with the setup with Qui-Gon, the second movie would be about him coming to terms with his own mortality and about him knowing that he's going to eventually have to sacrifice himself for the greater good of the galaxy. And I think that's another setup you need for episode four, because even at this point, this still isn't an Obi-Wan who would be willing to sacrifice himself. If he was willing to sacrifice himself, he could have just sacrificed himself then and there to let them get away, but he didn't do that. So that's more setting up that has to be done. And so my guess is if they follow what was originally planned with the trilogy, that would be what season two is about. As for my theory um, and what's now Legends, Kenobi has a fight with, I believe it's a Zabrak, so the same species as Maul, but a Zabrak Jedi who went rogue and turned to the dark side after... Order 66 and everything. And I believe in Legends, Maul fights him on Tatooine. Or not Maul. Kenobi fights him on Tatooine. And so my guess is if they decide to bring that out of Legends, I don't remember the guy's name, but I think he could be a good antagonist because then you have a former Jedi turned dark side user who goes to Tatooine seeking out Obi-Wan to find him and try to kill him. 
and that way you don't have to bring Vader into it because I think they should just leave Vader out if they do more. I agree, but I don't think people would watch that. I would watch it. Okay, so you would... Um... I think if I were to do it, I think I would pull in maybe that guy. But if I was going to pull in that guy, that guy would make it for longer than one season. He would, he because otherwise it just becomes predictable. He would make it for two seasons. I would have to have him being a long villain. Um, but I would also bring in maybe Maul. I would bring in Maul as a bit character instead of as an overarching villain. And then you also have, um, like, you've got whatever's going on with Vader and the Emperor, which is a loose end. I I could yeah. see a show with Obi-Wan and Vader in which Vader is overseeing Obi-Wan's demise, but not directly confronting Obi-Wan. I, I disagree. I, I can't see another interaction between them but after this season and... That's what I'm saying. There's no interaction, but maybe I, I, Vader. Maybe Vader is sending inquisitors or sending this guy from Maul's home planet, because I think you're gonna have to leave Vader around, because otherwise I, I, I don't think the show works. Because it it only works as a revisitation of those prequels, and so I think with, it works without Vader. I don't. I I don't see it. Vader. That that's not Vader. Vader wants to be the one to kill Obi-Wan. That doesn't change after this season. Just because Palpatine questions his motives, his motives haven't changed. He wants to be the one to kill Obi-Wan Kenobi. And that never changes. Well, maybe he's trying to bring Obi-Wan in and Obi-Wan avoids it. But whatever it is, they have to continue with that that happened at the end of this show. Otherwise, I think it's like a massive missed opportunity. I mean, I think they're... they can continue with that in another project. I think, I think more what they're going to continue with with Obi Wan is Qui Gon, because Qui Gon's going to be the main piece of helping Obi Wan come to terms with his own mortality and the fact he's going to have to sacrifice himself. I think you continue more with Qui Gon, and you can leave that Vader storyline for another series. If you so wish to do it, or is that just them showing that even at this point, 10 years in, Vader still is not fully with the Emperor in terms of his motives and his desires and what he wants to do? Well, I think Vader, I mean, I, I think if you're going to do that, yeah, Vader has to be kind of what Vader's always been, which is a rebel to a, to his own cause. Like he he wants to be the guy, and I don't think the emperor will he will ever really be happy with the emperor, which is what we see in six. So yeah, he's not been happy for a long time. <laughs> right, he's unhappy enough to throw the guy all the way to um, oh, all the way to Exegol. <laughs> Exegol, that's the word. Um. So what other theories? Because you mentioned you had a theory about what you would do in the future with Star Wars. I'm interested to hear about that. Okay. So mine is a much longer-winded theory. All right, we'll be here for the next hour. Go ahead. That's a joke. Let's, I don't know how long this actually going to Let's start with Disney. First off, they've said they're not recasting characters. I would keep going with Solo. I would go with those castings because those castings worked. You've seen five minutes of Solo. I watched yeah, that whole movie. Yeah, because I can't movie. get through it. 
No, but those castings work. The the actors do a good job portraying the characters. The, I forget the guy's name. But the guy that plays Han does a fantastic Harrison Ford impression. Donald Glover kills it as Lando. Like I would continue with those guys. Um, I would I would stick Lando in his own show. Um, I would give it to Donald Glover. Billy D. Williams is old. Now, almost older I, than you. I love ouch. I love Billy D. I would give it to Donald Glover because I think Donald Glover has a chance of continuing it on and making Lando still be Lando. Um, because Lando was sweet in those in that original trilogy. Maybe you leave Han alone and just do the Lando project, but that's what I would do. Then I would go and I would make I would beg the fans for forgiveness and I'd make a Luke TV show. I would pay a ton of money to de-age Mark Hamill and I would set it between six and seven before he gets all grumpy and I would do what they did with the the books after six where he gets married has a kid whole nine yards I would do that in a show because when Disney bought Star Wars they kicked out the canon they made the fans mad they have to beg for repent they have to they have to beg for the fans forgiveness you're talking about Disney but continue Right, but they have to beg for the fans' forgiveness here. Otherwise, the fans will never leave 1 through 9 alone because they ruined the last three. They saw three movies and they shot the other six. Um, kind of like Han shooting Greedo, except in this case, Greedo shot first. Um, anyway, um, I would do that. I would continue on with The Mandalorian. I would try to find another character that you can create that people care about if you're not going to continue to recast old characters. Because these guys can only do this for so long. And they so far, Disney has made three movies. They have made... They had three main characters in Finn, Poe, and Rey. You can argue, you know, Han and Luke and all them, Leia. But Finn, Poe, and um, Rey... And all three of those characters were unlikable by the third one. And Kylo. Okay, but Kylo's the villain. I'm talking yeah. like the three heroes. Now, Kylo was unlikable for a completely different reason, and it was because he was Luke 2.0. He was whiny from the beginning. And also, I don't really know if he was ever a villain. He always seemed to be the hero on the other side. But um, anyway, they're all unlikable. And so you can't continue on with Ray's story. People hate her. You can't continue on with Finn's story. People don't care. And you can't continue on with Poe's story because people also don't care. Um, so they're going to need to create more characters like they did with Mando. And then they, they need to figure out what they're going to do with the, with the timeline. They either need to get the heck out of 1 through 9 they, or they need to try to figure out how to weave in and out better by getting out of the characters we've seen already because what they've done is they've stuck themselves to a point where they they have to bend their own storytelling their own canon to tell these to tell more stories and so i want to see like two or three more projects that they throw in here and then i want them to get the heck out of it like I, I want them to be done with the Skywalkers, with this with this section of the universe. If we never go back to Tatooine after maybe the Luke show, it'll be too soon. That that's what so, I would do. I can see that. So what I would say is I'm excited for Ahsoka 
because I don't know much about Legends, but I don't know how much established material there is for her at the point we're at. We're five years post Return of the Jedi. We, as far as I know, we know really nothing about what Ahsoka's doing at this point. Other than that she was with Luke at some point with the temple. You have almost a clean slate with her and what you wanted to do. It sounds like there's somewhat continuing Rebels with her show, but um, Rosario Dawson and the Sabine actor have said that it somewhat continues, but it's also its own separate thing. I think that's going to be a good thing because I think Ahsoka is a well-liked character generally who there's no established she's not in the sequel trilogy so they don't have a set path for her to follow of course i think if i'm not mistaken all of the force ghosts at the end of nine that talk or all the people who talked to ray are people who are dead so it seems as if ahsoka unfortunately might be dead by the time of episode nine but, but other than nine that is what because those take place 30 years after the original three yeah, so that's take 25 20 years. years after the Clone yeah, 20... Wars, or after yeah. Mustafar. I don't remember, is it three, or is it... Is what? The the 19-year the gap. Is it between three and four, or is Nin- it between the Clone between, Wars? 19's between three and four, and it's like 25 to 30 between six and seven. So let's say Ahsoka is like 13 when we meet her. And then the, you've got 60 years. She could literally die of old age. Yeah. But that's a whole 20-ish years of time with Ahsoka that we haven't explored yet where she can be doing her own thing. And I think she's I think she's well-liked. I like her a lot. Not a simp, Grant. But I think you can go plenty of places with that, and I think that's a good place to go. But I do agree they have a lot of series that are locked in but where you have this character at this point and then this character at this point and you have to fit it between and you know the character's not going to have something bad happen to him like you can't kill darth vader and kenobi no and you can't kill kenobi and kenobi you can't kill leia and kenobi you can't kill luke and kenobi you can bring them in and try to make some suspense there like everyone knew reva was not about to kill luke everyone knew that reva was not about to hurt leia yeah, you can hurt Leia. You can't kill Leia. You can't do anything to Leia that could leave a scar. Disney's done a bunch of weird crap. Someone gets stabbed in the chest and they're fine. Obi-Wan uses a lightsaber like a bat against a stormtrooper. Yeah, but still. Apparently, I never realized this. In the um, Mandalorian season finale with the Luke, apparently in one scene, they forgot to edit the lightsaber and make it like a full blade. <laughs> That's terrible. Is the model that I don't remember the guy's name who played Luke in the fighting in Mandalorian. I'm sorry, um, but he had the hilt and then a blade that was probably maybe a foot or two instead of like four feet. <laughs> and you can see that it's this short blade swinging at people <laughs> from like further from further away. So it's just an editing mistake. But Disney done some weird stuff. Although Leia's most of the time, actually, never mind, I was about to say something, but that's a lie. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so we're in agreement there. Also, Disney sucks. I'm just going to go ahead. 
Well, I mean, everyone's in agreement there. I mean, I agreed with you mostly in what you said of trying to get away from these characters, especially the sequel trilogy characters. I, I think I Ahsoka's to... a great place to be at if you're them. I think Mandalorian's a very likable character. I think they've already started planning season four of that. I don't know if they'll bring back Boba, and quite honestly, I was not impressed by his series. Well, that's just because they were really bad at it, because they were working with a character that should have been dead. Yeah, but if you're working with that, then you have a blank slate of what you can do, and then you use half his series on freaking Mando. Well, yeah, my my problem with Boba is they didn't film season three of Mandalorian. Had they gone ahead and made season three of Mandalorian instead of making a Boba show that's season two and a half, then maybe we can have a Boba show that feeds into season three. Instead, they yeah. you can't have two years without the Mandalorian and expect people to care about old baby Yoda. Oh, no, people are still going to care about that series when it comes out. It's been so long since we've seen Obi-Wan and yet people still care about him. Well, yeah, but Obi-Wan was a little bit more established than Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda's entire personality trait is look at cute kid lift rock. Yeah, but that's why people are going to watch because of that very reason. Fair or not, people are going to watch for that. And I think Mandalorians, they've had two seasons and then another, the other show. I think they're decently well-established characters at this point that they can bring back and not have a huge deal. I'm excited for that season of Mandalorian. Like I said, I'm excited for Ahsoka. I think you've said you're excited for Andor, right? I am very excited for Andor. Or Andor, yeah. Not Andor. I'm excited for the Ewoks. Um, that I would rather have an Ewok show than a lot of other things. I'm excited. I'm excited for Ahsoka, too. Um, I'm just not sure how excited I can be for Ahsoka. Like, um, I like Choose Clone Wars. next words very wisely. I like Rebels. I did not like Ahsoka and Mandalorian. I really did not like Ahsoka and Mandalorian. Now we'll see. I'm hoping that they fix her. What did, really are you talking about the physical with the, um, I'm talking about all just... of it. She just, it just did not come off like the Ahsoka I liked. Um, now maybe that's just cause she got old and maybe I'll care again with her own show now what i liked about ahsoka is she was what luke should have been which was a kind of optimistic padawan learner but ahsoka's she, what she, ray should have been <laughs> a well-established yeah. character and a well-developed character but yeah right yeah yeah that's that's why so i'm going to get into this briefly the reason that this is something i've seen online is some people don't understand why Ahsoka is such a well-liked character, while Ray is, I would say, generally disliked among Star Wars fans. It's that not because true. it's not because the sequel is the sequel trilogy partially is bad because of her, but the reason isn't anything to do with Daisy Ridley. It has to do with the character development. Ahsoka at first was a bit annoying, but then they developed her character, made her very likable gave her like growth and time to develop her powers become extremely powerful. Ahsoka's one of the most powerful force readers in the galaxy. But she's well developed, well trained by Anakin. And then we get to see that come 
we get to see the fruit of that work. Whereas with Ray, she just kind of shows up and is like, oh, hey, I have the force. And then just apparently you can just become a Jedi just by meditating or whatever the heck she did for like three the, days. The problem with Ray is they didn't do what they did with the original trilogy, which was give Luke time. They didn't give Ray time. It, everything was set within like a day of each other. That's yeah, the problem. Luke, yeah, Luke had, I believe there was like three years between five and six where Luke was training with Yoda, something like, I don't know the exact timeline, but he was training for a couple of years. And so was he f- perfect? No, but he was strong enough in the force that with his training, he was still formidable. Ray didn't really get that training. She didn't get trained by Luke. She didn't get trained by Leia. Apparently, whatever the explanation they're going for now is the like force dyad with Kylo. She kind of like downloaded her four skills through the cloud. Um, now, is that in any of the three movies that no one cares about? I think no, no, it, it's she just there's no explanation other than like she is just naturally this gifted, and it's like, how is that's not how this works. Just because someone is force sensitive doesn't mean you can give them a lightsaber and they can go beat Palpatine in like a year with very little training. Palpatine might be the most powerful force wielder of all time. How are you going to beat him that easily? The answer? Skywalker. The answer is Skywalker, everyone. She's not a Skywalker. She's a Palpatine. Oh, I know, but the answer is Skywalker. You don't understand. I, I saw, so I did see a theory on why they made her, why they did that with Rey Skywalker. You know, it kind of makes sense on their part because if you're trying to sell like an action figure, what sounds better, Rey Palpatine or Rey Skywalker? Yeah, but that's also why Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin. <laughs> um, I I just, gosh. I think Ahsoka was better. Like I, I'm agreeing with you. I think that when they developed her, it was much better. Um, I would. I want to see where that story goes. My point is, make these projects. Make maybe two or three more. You can continue the Mandalorian and Ahsoka and all that for as long as you like. But after those projects, after you make those, get out of there. Like, go ahead. So they actually are getting out of there, and that goes into another a kind of funny story with Taika. I can't say his last name because I just Wait, don't know YT. how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, apparently, so uh, for those who don't know, he's been the director for – he was the director for Thor Ragnarok and the Thor Love and Thunder, which I think as we're recording this is like just coming out. Uh, is it out yet? I thought – oh, it's coming out today, isn't it? I think it's today. It may be like tonight and then comes out tomorrow or whatever. I might go see but, that. But apparently um, – we should go see that, but we should. Apparently, he, forgetting that Natalie Portman was in the prequel trilogy, asked her if she wanted to be in his movie that he's working on. Because he is currently working on a Star Wars movie. I don't know the exact place, but what I know is it does not involve the Skywalkers or these line movies at all. And you said that he's asking Natalie Portman to be. He in asked it? Natalie Portman if she wanted to be in it because he somehow forgot that she was in Star Wars. That is amazing. I was like, wait a second, is it a Padme movie? Uh-huh. No, no. But the point of mentioning that being that's something like you were saying, go separate. That is going to be separate from what we have. 
And so I think, I think there is a lot of room. I agree where you can go back in the past. You can bring in characters like Revan and go way back in the past and do some cool things with it. Get away from these dinguses that they've created in the sequel trilogy and make some good content. I'm good with old Republic. I'm good with, I'm literally good with stuff that runs concurrently just far enough away to where we not, we're not set up with these characters. I mean, I, I like the kid at the end of episode eight. Yes. With the broomstick. We could have done that. We couldn't make a show about that kid. Nobody would care, but at least it'd be fun. But you can't touch the characters you've already touched because you've ruined them. You had one shot at the sequel trilogy that you made, and you ruined it. You, your, your one shot was literally a stormtrooper shot at a, the broadside of a barn door where people are like, give us anything that we've already seen in the books. We'll be happy. Instead, they took parts of it, ripped it to shreds, and then threw it together. It's bad. They they had one shot at it. People talk about remaking them, but Carrie Fisher's dead. Yeah. Like, they had one chance. One shot, one opportunity. I am not throwing away my... This is apparently the interaction. Um, She said to me, what are you up to next? And he said, oh, I'm trying to work on a Star Wars thing. Have you ever wanted to be in a Star Wars movie? (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic. Which, Um, I mean, first of all... I guess that's a good sign that he enjoyed working with her on Thor if he was trying to get her to do Star Wars, but she's kind of already done that. Yeah, I, I, I really love Taika. I love Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit's one of my all-time yeah. favorite movies. What's interesting, some of the early reviews for Love and Thunder were kind of mixed. I hear it's weird. Like, I hear the villain's not in it much, but we'll we'll get there. Yeah. I don't have anything more about Star Wars, do you? Um, I have plenty more about Star Wars, but we'll we'll save it for another time because I'm getting kind of hungry. I've eaten one meal today. Um, it's good to be back. Sorry, I was kind of rambling on. Um, life. Is- if you're still here at this point, shout out to you because you got past all of our rambling. If you're still here at this point, send us an email, and um, honestly, I might come hug you myself. Um, no, if you're still if you're still here at this point. Um, you know what? Send us an email. We'll give you a shout out on the next episode. If you ask us a question, we will make sure to answer it. So, Brett, I'm expecting an email from you. Um, Brett, if you're also, listening at this point, then please feel free to fact check us about anything that we said. That actually, was you know what? Here's my offer to you. I ran across a press kit for episode three at a thrift store. I have access to all of these digital files in this press kit. If you send us an email, we'll shout you out. I will then send you the press kit files. So if you're still here and you're interested in that, there's your opportunity. And then, I haven't even gotten those files, so you're lucky. That's true. Wait, I thought I sent them to you. I don't think you did. They're in our Google Drive. Okay. I, believe. I do have um, access to the files. I have access to the Jedi archives. Yes, yes, you do. Um, Grant, I'll let you get us out of Well, wait, no, I'm going to get us out of here because you did the intro, fool. Um, so, if you want to find us, you can do that on Instagram at Must Talk About Nothing, on Twitter at MTAM Podcast, 
and and you can send us an email at much talk about nothing at gmail.com we are proud to be sponsored by bricker builds they sent us a pokeball a long time ago we loved it in a galaxy we, far far away we um highly highly suggest you go check them out there's an entire episode on that pokeball and if you decide to buy from them use promo code much talk lego to get five dollars off and send some love our way um and then we have a discord the link to that's in the description um our episodes are only going to get better especially audio quality wise because guys i'm holding a rock band mic um because my microphone is currently a couple hours away and um life life hit me hard um the audio yeah, quality gets better my microphone for anyone who's still here at this point i got a new microphone i got a HyperX quadcast so hopefully you've been able to notice a quality improvement from me in this episode he didn't even leave that open to where i could make jokes about his microphone he was i mean he's speaking better now guys uh, <laughs> that's how good the microphone is <laughs> the microphone improved my mental ability to speak I might need to get one of those so I'm coherent next time. Um, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, check us out all those places. There are links somewhere. Um, send, send us an email thanking Skillin for doing good editing because there's a lot to cut. Oh, and yeah. um, follow us places, please. It means the world to us. Um, Don't physically yeah. follow us around, but follow us on social media. <laughs> follow Skillin around. Honestly, he looks like he'd be a fun guy to stalk. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm saying that as I'm staring at him through his bedroom window. But he looks well, like he'd be a fun guy. First, to stop. first of all, you're wrong because I'm not in my bedroom. Ooh. I don't know. What and you if you are. were staring at me through the window that is near me, uh, I would be shocked. I am. No, you're not. I, I'm in the bushes. Um. Well, you still couldn't see me because I'm not on the first floor. Uh, anyway, I will or or we will be back hopefully next week with some more fun Perhaps. content. Grant, what are we going to talk about next week? We could try to go see Thor and talk about that. I might be able to go see Thor over this weekend, honestly. You know, I know what we are going to talk about next week. And Grant, what are we going to talk about next week? <laughs> I told him to say nothing. <laughs> uh, nothing. <laughs> we're going to talk about nothing. Wait, because do you want me to much... physically say the word nothing? I was thinking you were going to say the word nothing, and it was going to be really crappy, but funny. No, um, and Grant, we'll figure out something to talk about next week. Um, um, but it all, as always, um, we can always talk about nothing. I haven't watched Miss Marvel. I haven't wanted to. There are bullets I'd rather take to my brain than watch Miss Marvel. What's going to be annoying is now I'm going to have to actually listen through this entire episode to record it. Yes. Um, Anyway, we'll see you next week. Um, Tell your friends about us, even though this episode is a little rocky. It has been six months. All right. Adios. No. Goodbye. (laughs) Look at this five head.